0: Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 3rd of January. Darshan Singh Dhaliwal, a US-based billionaire, was not allowed entry in India due to his support for farm protest, is now being given the Pravasi Bharatiya Saman Award. In October 2021, Dhaliwal was refused entry at the IGI airport in Delhi after immigration officers questioned him for many hours. The businessman had suggested that his support for Farmster was the reason. He is the winner of the PBSA under Business Community Welfare category. Awards will be handed out at a three-day convention which will begin in Indore on January 8th. Dhaliwal is amongst the largest petrol retailers in the US. In June last year, after the repeal of controversial farm reforms, the businessman was seen at an event in Chicago where two books dedicated to PM Modi were launched. The Supreme Court has ruled that additional restrictions on the right to free speech cannot be imposed on ministers, MPs and MLAs. Their grounds to restrict this right are exhaustive under Article 192, a constitutional bench said by a 4-1 majority on Tuesday. A bench of justices S. Abdul Nazir, B. R. Gawai, A. S. Bhupanna V. Ramasubramanian and B. V. Nagaratna said that statements made by ministers could not be attributed vicariously to the government even when the principle of collective responsibility is applied. The case stemmed from a petition against the Majwadi Party leader, Azam Khan, over his remarks allegedly trivialising a gang-rape case in Bulandshahr in 2016. The court had asked Khan to submit an apology, but observed that the matter raised serious questions about freedom of speech and state obligation. It had reserved its judgment in November last year. However, Justice Nagaratna gave a dissenting note observing that ministers' remarks can be attributed to the government if they make it in their quote-unquote official capacity according to live law. She said they can be treated as personal remarks if they are inconsistent with the government's stand. She also expressed concerns on rising cases of hate speech. The Delhi police have ruled out sexual assault in Sultanpuri case in which a 20-year-old woman riding a scooty was dragged to death by a car. An autopsy report suggested the victim died because of injuries due to dragging. Investigators told NDTV that Anjali, the deceased, was not alone at the time of the incident. They said that she was with another woman who managed to flee from the spot. Police are questioning her. Anjali was seen leaving a hotel in the early hours of Sunday after a New Year's Eve party as per CCTV footage collected by the police. According to the video, the second woman initially drove the scooty while Anjali rode the pillion. The police said that they later switched places. Anjali's body was found without clothes. Five accused are in police custody. Listeners, the first week of New Year has already brought with it several significant headlines. Among them are the proposed amendments to the Information Technology Intermediary Guidelines and Digital Media Ethics Code Rules 2021. But what are they really about? To know more, you can read my colleague Aditi Agrawal's piece on newslaundry.com. It is titled, All You Need to Know About the IT Ministry's Draft Rules to Regulate Online Gaming. We have been able to bring you such explainers and analysis only because you've got our back. So subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The 108th edition of the Indian Science Congress kicked off today at the Rashtrasan Tukatoji Maharaj University in Maharashtra's Nagpur. PM Narendra Modi also addressed the event through video conference and expressed satisfaction over the theme this year, combining sustainable development and women empowerment. The PM also urged Indian scientists to help make India self-reliant by focusing on practical applications of scientific innovation. He emphasised on the significance of engaging women in scientific research, stating that their rising participation reflects the advancement of society and science. He also mentioned India's G20 presidency. Held each year in January, the ISC has made more headlines in recent years over pseudo scientific claims, with speakers mixing mythology and science. In 2020, several representatives of India's leading scientific institutions were absent at the 107th session. At the 106th ISC, in 2019, Vice-Chancellor of Andhra University, G. Nageshwar Rao, said Mahabharat and Ramayan were the starting points of India's research on stem cell research, test tube fertilisation and guided missiles. Kanan Jekthalakrishnan, a quote-unquote senior research scientist, said once common understanding of physics, quote-unquote changes, gravitational names will be renamed, quote-unquote, Narendra Modi waves. The Andhra Pradesh government has issued an order prohibiting public meetings and rallies on public roads and streets, citing public safety. The order prohibits gatherings on national highways, state highways and municipal and panchayat roads. The opposition parties have denounced the government's move and dubbed it as atrocious. The order comes days after stampedes at political events. Last week, there was a stampede at a rally held by a Telugu Desam party at Kandukur, where eight people were killed. Four days later three women were killed and several other injured at a gift distribution programme attended by TDP leaders. The government noted in its orders that the right to conduct a public meeting on public roads and streets is subject matter of regulation as Section 30 of the Police Act 1861 itself mandates. The order said, Police may suggest alternative locations away from public roads subject to condition that the meeting should not obstruct the free flow of traffic on public roads and for safety of the travelling public. Israel's National Security Minister, Itmar Ben-Gavir, on Tuesday, entered the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem, with the Palestinian Foreign Ministry calling it an unprecedented provocation. The Al-Aqsa Mosque is Islam's third holiest site after Mecca and Medina. Non-Muslims are allowed at the site during visiting hours, but they are barred from praying there. Last year, however, was the worst in terms of violations of this norm by Jewish settlers with the mosque authorities alleging that the number of such violators stood at over 48,000 in 2022. Ben Gavir's visit follows the same pattern, which has been linked to a Jewish nationalist campaign to rebuild the biblical temple of Solomon, which settlers believe lies buried under the mosque. He has earlier called for the displacement of Palestinians. The Israeli minister tweeted today that the temple mount is open to all. He said, and I quote, If Hamas thinks that if this threatens me, it will deter me. They should understand that times have changed. Unquote. Meanwhile, the Palestinian armed group Hamas said it will hold Israel accountable for any consequence of the minister's visit. Israel took over East Jerusalem, where Al Aqsa Mosque is located, during the 1967 war. It annexed the entire city in 1980. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.